Thank you very much, Hillary. Home title fraud is on the loose, and it's a bigger problem than you might think. In fact, it gets worse every single day. And it's not just your garden variety cybercrime. It's sophisticated. It is sneaky. It is really damaging. Uh, it's all stuff that you don't want a criminal uh, to take out on you. When a cybercriminal manages to hack his way into your home's title, he'll take out loan after loan using your home's equity, and then he's gone. I mean, he's living on an island somewhere, and you're kind of left behind trying to prove that you didn't commit fraud. Even worse, you might not even know it for months after it started. No agency is going to notify you that this is going on. You won't have a clue until the collection calls come for those loans. Here's what I urge you to do. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, read the testimonials, register your address, and see if you're already a victim. And when you do register to protect your home, there'll be a little space to tell them that Stu sent you. Do that. Get 30 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Glenbeck program. So we are sitting here with the highest gas prices we have ever seen in this country by far. Um, we're seeing food prices skyrocket. Uh, this, according to the president, is the Putin uh, price hike. It's not. It's his policies. We see our schools being taken over by Marxists. We we are told that we're terrorists if we object at school board meetings. Meanwhile, the same people that are labeling you a terrorist, they are not looking into the people who are offering bounties for the whereabouts of the conservative Supreme Court justices. And we have hookers, crack pipes, crack being weighed by the president's son, and almost a million barrels of oil going to China from our strategic oil reserve and the money is being funneled funneled through Hunter Biden's uh, company in China. Nobody seems to care. What do we do to make sure this ends and we get America back on the right track? Newt Gingrich joins us in 60 seconds. I don't know if you saw that um, a good portion of people who had now signed up for uh, buying a house have pulled out of the contract um, because they are looking at interest rates that are just far too high. Uh, That is a a real problem. Uh, We also have the World Economic Forum saying that gas prices are still not high enough and countries like America need to 
tax gasoline and fossil fuels to make it unreachable for the average person. You've got a lot of headwinds coming our way. Uh, The economy is one of them. Look at your entire financial picture and find out how can I save more money? There are people in the audience now that have four jobs and they still feel like they're underwater. If you can save money um, with anything on your home, uh, with a consolidation loan, uh, please call American Financing right now. Just give them your entire financial picture. And maybe they say, I can't help you. But maybe they say, oh, we can save you a lot of money. Just please call them 10 minutes and you can find out no obligation. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Former U.S. House Speaker Newt Gingrich. Newt, welcome. Well, it's great to be with you. Um, and I uh, you have a, you just said. Uh, I, I'm sorry. What'd you say? I agree with everything you just said about where we are and what the problems are. Oh, it's it's crazy. And I was thinking about you just the other day. I thought, where is the Newt Gingrich with the contract for America? Th- this time screams for a contract for America. I know you have a new book out. It comes out today, defeating big government socialism. Give give me the gist because this is the the your answers to solving this. What what is the contract for America look like today, or should look like? Well, I mean, I think, and by the way, I think that uh, Kevin McCarthy, who's probably going to be the next Speaker of the House, is actually developing uh, what what he probably would call a compact with America, but it's a very similar, exactly built upon and parallel to what we did. And I think you start with the basics. Uh, we need to get back to a balanced budget that would, in fact, uh, break the back of inflation without uh, killing jobs and without causing a recession. Uh, We need to uh, focus intensely on American energy production. I would hope that a new Republican Congress would pass an energy independence bill as one of its very first items. Uh, And and let's have a straight up fight. Uh, I mean, the, the elitist radicals, who currently own the Democratic Party, uh, basically want to destroy the America that has existed and replace it with a radically different country. Uh, and I think we need to take them head on and let the American people choose. I've, I've been running an American Majority Project, uh, which people can find at AmericanMajorityProject.com. And <clears throat> all the polling we've done, the numbers who, who agree with you and me are they're enormous. I mean, if you ask people, is it important to get back to an America that works? It's 87 uh, percent. I mean, people get it. They know that the current thing's not working. They know that Biden is hopeless. Uh, they know that the, the woke left is destructive. They, they don't believe that seven-year-old girls should be taught that they're inferior because they're white. And they don't think that third graders ought to be uh, forced to consider whether or not they're transsexual. And they don't think that people should be able to cross the border without any controls. And they don't believe that murderers and killers should be let out of prison. So you, you go down all the things the left is trying is, is doing. And, and there's no question that you have an America that is basically in a head-on fight 
with this elite. So we all know this, and yet it feels like you look at America and it it feels like there is still maybe 40, 45 percent of America who's still like, well, I'm going to vote Democrat. And they don't get they don't see that that the Democrats don't exist anymore. These are radical revolutionaries. Well, we, we went through a whole series of issues and found that even if you put in the word Republican, that is, instead of saying, you know, would you agree that we ought to cut taxes? We, we said, would you be willing to support a Republican who wants to cut taxes? We were getting a 62 or 63 percent majority, because if you have and this is, I think, the key lesson for Republicans this fall, if you run on big issues, you're going to win a gigantic majority. Uh, if you let yourself get sucked by the news media, who are your mortal enemies, into the kind of trivial fights that they want you to be involved in, uh, then it gets harder to, to elect uh, the kind of majorities we could have. But I think uh, if, if we see this economy continue to get worse, if we see more and more examples, I mean, the horrible murders. Uh, we, we had a, somebody who had done podcast with us whose brother was killed in Chicago two weeks ago. Uh, we have a we had a friend who's who had a, a who in Chicago who had a relative whose sister-in-law was killed two or three weeks ago. I mean, you start getting these stories that are real and that are personal. They're not they're not just abstract numbers. Uh, and I think people are going to be uh, just as they did in, in San Francisco, where they recalled the communist uh, district attorney. Over 60 percent voted to recall him despite the hard left spending millions trying to defend him. So I, I do think the tide is turning. And I think that a in the Reagan tradition and in the contract with America tradition, a issue oriented Republicanism uh, can win a huge majority uh, that that sort of a traditional political Republicanism probably can't. And part of the reason I wrote defeating big government socialism is I think we've got to go at the heart of who they are. We, we don't just want to beat them because Biden uh, is, is uh, you know, mentally challenged or because uh, Kamala Harris is, is, behaves like an idiot. Uh, we want to beat them because what they believe in is wrong, will not work, and is destructive of the United States. So we're talking to Newt Gingrich uh, about his new book, Defeating Big Government Socialism. Uh, Newt, you say you want to you want to attack who they are, but you know better than than most. Um, The media, even Fox News, uh, sanctioned you for for saying the absolute truth about George Soros. You were way ahead, and you said the problem is is that George Soros is funding all of these radical prosecutors, and the the cities are going to just burn down in in crime and violence, and it has George Soros's name on it, and you were sanctioned. Well, yeah, but you have to accept that. Look, I I, I worked with Ronald Reagan starting in 1974. I campaigned with him when I was a candidate. I worked with him when I was in Congress. <laughs> Reagan routinely got attacked by the press. And he understood it. He'd made a lot of movies that the New York Times didn't like. But the audience went to the theater and they bought the popcorn and he had a great career. So he didn't pay any attention to that stuff. You have to get up every morning and start with a simple premise. 
all of the elite media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, NBC, ABC, CBS, they are all your opponent. They're your mortal enemies. Their goal is to destroy you. Uh, any effort to appease them requires surrendering who you are. And so you just have to decide to design strategies that win despite that. Uh, when we campaigned, and a good example is welfare reform. When we campaigned on welfare reform, and this is part of my, my new book, Defeating Big Government Socialism, now, there's no single issue that unifies working Americans more than welfare reform because people are sick of the idea that there are people out here who won't go get a job. They're sitting around taking money from the taxpayers uh, between all the different goodies the Democrats are now giving them. They have no incentive to go to work. And you go into restaurant after restaurant or small business after small business. I had a friend who had uh, ended up with, with nails in three of her tires. It was a weird moment. And uh, she was in Naples, Florida. There was only one tire store available because the rest couldn't get employees to come to work. I mean, that's how mm. bad it was. <laughs> so I, I start with this idea. You have to be prepared to stand for what the American people believe, to say it over and over again, to let the news media attack you, because even when they attack you, they have to tell the American people what you stand for. And if, you know, if they say you're too patriotic, the American people will, yeah, okay, I got it. I'm patriotic too. Uh, you know, he likes the flag too much. That's fine. Most Americans get it and they like the flag too. Or, uh, I mean, the biggest number we ever got was, do you agree with Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. that it is the content of your character, not the color of your skin? That should matter, and that's ninety-one to six. So if you wow. say that, you know, <laughs> excuse me, the hard left will promptly say, "Well, that's racist." I mean, they're, they're describing Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King as a racist, <laughs> but they can't help themselves, uh, you know. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, I think we have an opportunity. The reason I thought it was so important to write "Defeating Big Government Socialism," we have—they're going to be so bad this year. Their policies are going to be so painful. Their failures are going to be so obvious that we have a chance to really defeat them for two generations by driving home. These are not accidents. They're not personality defects. This is what they believe, and it doesn't work. These are all features. The, the, the gas is not a problem. It's a feature of, of uh, what they're doing. Um, let me switch to um, Hunter Biden. Uh, I've never seen anything like this, Newt. I mean, I've, I've been around not, not quite as long as you have, but almost. And uh, I've seen <laughs> scandals before, but I've never seen anything like this. Uh, this is, you know, Monica Lewinsky in the blue dress. That is what made Matt Drudge. Now, it, this, this story with the video is everywhere, yet the mainstream media still won't address it. And I'm wondering, does it take a dead body or or would that even matter Look, to them? Look, what, what you have, and nobody wants to get into this uh, for, for obvious reasons if you're on the left, this is the most corrupt administration in modern times. <laughs> the fact is that Hunter Biden took money from Russia, took money from Ukraine, took money from China. This, this most recent deal should be an impeachable offense. I mean, how can you take our strategic oil reserve and give it to China through a company 
that the president's son is involved in. I mean, if that's not an impeachable offense, I don't know what is. And the depth of corruption and dishonesty in the Biden administration is just breathtaking. Uh, I mean, historians will look back on all this and, and they'll think this was a period when Americans were sleepwalking uh, and when the, the elites all failed to do their duty. I mean, the New York Times, the Washington Post, remember, the Post once made its name over Watergate. Now they can't even find Hunter Biden's name. It's, I know. It's an astonishing turn of events. And I believe the summary judgment is simple. Joe Biden lied. He lied consistently. He's still lying. <laughs> All right. No let me take. Let me take. Go ahead. Go how ahead. much what? I, don't know. I just want to say we have no idea how much total money by Hunter Biden has made. And we have no idea how much of that went to Joe and Joe Biden. I know. Um, back with Newt Gingrich. I'm going to take a 60 second uh, break. And uh, and then I'd like to gauge. Uh, his optimism on the future. Um, uh, Speaker Gingrich, Newt Gingrich, his new book comes out today, Defeating Big Government Socialism. All right. Our sponsor uh, this half hour is the Tuttle Twins book. Um, You know, Newt Gingrich is a historian. Uh, I'm a historian wannabe. And uh, I know that history, if it isn't changed, if we don't change the way we teach history, there is no history left. They intentionally left out the ideas and the stories. You know, history, it has story in the word, but they've left that out and it's become dates, names and memorization that 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 doesn't get people to think and it doesn't captivate kids to learn about history. The Tuttle Twins have a new book out. It is called American History 1215-1776. It's a Tuttle Twins series of stories on American history. It is a great book uh, for you to share with your kids, read. It has, uh, you know, questions at the end of each chapter, but it's not like a school book. This is not a textbook. Uh, this is a storybook. His story Tuttle Twins. You can get it right now. It's actual history that your kids will like. It's, uh, I don't even know, 210 pages, something like that. And they're throwing in an extra, yeah, 231 pages. Um, They're throwing in an extra 200 pages of companion curriculum and activities. You can also get the audio version for free. The videos will help with the lessons from this book, and it will come alive. History has to be taught. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds, station ID. Talking to Newt Gingrich, he has a uh, new book out today, Defeating Big Government Socialism. Newt, um, you said that we we you're hoping that there's an energy bill, an American energy bill um, that the Republicans will pass. We can't really do anything until we stop the Great Reset and this ESG crap that's going through our our banking system. Would you agree with that or not? No, I would agree with that. Look, I think you have to recognize that across the whole system, crazy left-wing ideas are currently in in control, whether you're in big corporations, you're in universities, you're in the news media, you're in the government. And across the whole system, they, they have people who sincerely believe that doing insane things is the right thing to do. 
And I think that in the end, uh, the only way this is going to work is we're going to have to beat them. They're they're not going to compromise. They're not going to be reasonable uh, because they're like a secular religion. Uh, they genuinely believe in this stuff. They go to these, you know, they go to these elite colleges. They get brainwashed into stuff that is just plain not true. Uh, Ronald Reagan used to say it wasn't that uh, li- what liberals didn't know that scared him. It was what they knew that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're up against. And so, I think we have to take a position that. We're going to take them head on in every aspect of government and in every aspect of the private sector uh, and and recognize that this is a fight for the survival of America. And do you believe the Republicans will do that? I think more and more of them will. I think there's a whole generational shift underway. And if you I mean, one of the great effects of Trump was he aroused and recruited an amazing number of young people who have now run for mm-hmm. Congress, run for the Senate. And you have, you have fighters. You have people who are prepared to stand and fight. And the old Republican Party, frankly, just didn't have that. And I think that's a huge Certainly difference. didn't. Um, are you, how optimistic are you that we, we make it past all of this? <laughs> I'm, I am. Because we, we have... <clears throat> Deep, deep state. I mean, it's not just the people that we know. It's all the names of the people that are just embedded throughout the bureaucracy that just they don't care. They'll do whatever they think is right. Well, look, I think the nice thing about the Biden years is they all came out of the closet. I'm not talking about sexually. I'm talking about uh, people. You now know that 97 percent of the Justice Department and the State Department are left wing bureaucrats. You now know that the Justice Department is totally unreliable. I mean, the fact that the Justice Department will not protect uh, Supreme Court justices uh, tells you uh, what, what a disgustingly political and corrupt system has now taken over the federal government. Um, but I'm strategically very optimistic because I believe the American people are bigger than the folks who are trying to dictate to them. Newt Gingrich, the name of the book out today, Defeating Big Government Socialism. Newt Gingrich. Thank you, sir. Back with more in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Samantha Samantha from Arcadia, Florida, uh, California, says, I love GenuCell's plant stem cell therapy. I've used it all over my face, under my eyes, and it cleared up the dry flakiness and even reduced my forehead lines. Someone even asked me if I had surgery or procedures done. Nope, just GenuCell by Chamonix. Thank you so much. GenuCell has sold over 1 million products to women and men all across the country. And everyone seems to fall in love with the results. Fine lines, forehead wrinkles, dark spots, and even those annoying bags and puffiness can all be gone right before your eyes. And best of all, you get guaranteed results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. You can see the difference for yourself with 65% off their most popular packages at GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's 65% off all the customer favorites, including the classic under-eye bags for pup and puffiness treatment. You can visit GenuCell.com slash Beck and uh, use the code Beck at checkout for an extra 20% off. Order today and get their summer essential, the Dark Spot Corrector, absolutely free. This is not only the best in skincare, but it's also a great gift for anyone you care about. GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. Don't forget, 
you can see all of this, all the radio show, with your own eyes, as well as hear it at blazetv.com slash Beck. Hello and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. It is Tuesday. If you have been getting my morning newsletter, you may have noticed it looks a little different than it used to. Uh, and it's uh, it's a lot longer and packs a bigger punch. Uh, I decided about three, four months ago that you needed to see what I see um, every day. I and my entire team, the research team, compile stories that we think are important to share with you. Um, and every day I sit down four o'clock in the morning and I'm going through these now and I'm I'm deciding which one makes it and which one doesn't. And they're so important. I, I left probably 30 stories on the plate today. Uh, and I, I just really been thinking the last few months, you need to see all of this stuff. So I went to the staff and I said, can we just give my morning briefing? Can we just make that the newsletter? Um, and uh, I think it's really, really important. I've been sending them to my family um, for about six months myself because I felt that they needed to see everything. Uh, that I am seeing and uh, what I think are things that are concerning or my staff thinks are concerning. Now, these stories, some of them will be raw and unverified. Like today, we have all kinds of Hunter Biden stuff in it. Um, but some of it, you know, we don't have the official verification on the Hunter Biden stuff. It looks pretty credible. But you should know that, that you're you're reading uh, something that is it is meant for my eyes in the morning and uh and i just need you to keep up and i want you to have the warnings and feel the urgency that i feel sometimes i i don't adequately express it or i express something and you're thinking but that story is not that big of a deal glenn no it's because of all the other stuff that i also know are are going on Stay on top of what is happening in the same way that I do with my morning brief newsletter. It is a comprehensive list of stories that matter assembled by my team emailed to me about three o'clock in the morning. It's the first thing I do uh, is open it and read all of the stories and then decide which one makes it and which one doesn't. All of the stories are important, uh, and now you can get them every Monday through Friday. You can sign up. It's free. Just sign up at glenbeck.com, glenbeck.com. Enter your email. You can unsubscribe at any time if you don't find any value in it, but I, I have a feeling that you, um, you will. Uh, you're going to see a story in there today. I haven't even had a chance to get to it. Uh, the World Economic Forum, gas prices have to go higher to save democracy. So they just released a paper on Monday that uh, links climate change and the decline of democracy uh, into uh, fossil fuels. And it says fighting for the former can save the latter as long as consumers stop burning coal, oil and gas in exchange for green renewables. So they talk about how leading democracies have to strengthen their economies to safeguard liberty. And that's what they're doing. 
you know, we, we, we can't ignore the process uh, and the progress we've made for a low carbon economy. It will put democracies in even uh, greater economic peril, not less, if we don't charge more uh, for gas. Now, they again go and blame uh, Russia uh, because it brought renewed focus on the economic weakness. What they're making their case here is that that um, all economies are going to be weak unless they take this draconian movement today to get out of fossil fuels. So when Joe Biden says, you know, there's going to be a lot of pain, there's going to be a lot of pain, but this is important that we do these things. He means a lot of pain. Uh, In fact, they're saying now, let me give you the last couple of lines of this. Uh, The paper concludes that delaying the clean energy transition, leading democracies are making their economies more vulnerable through continued reliance on fossil fuels. It's not only good for the climate, but also critical for protecting democracy. They have countries have to force uh, the underpricing of fossil fuels to end. So what they're saying is that you were paying too little for fossil fuels. No, I was paying the market price. That's what it costs to make them. That's the market price. But they don't believe in the free market. This is what's changing. This is what ESG is all about. So they're saying not only do we have to shut things down, which will make the price go up, but we need to tax because it is, again, underpriced fossil fuels. No, it wasn't underpriced. It is the price to make it. You just don't like it. Also in the newsletter, school counselors, the highest level of anxiety and depression on record with our kids. What a surprise. Uh, and just for fun, I don't know which one of my uh, which one of my uh, uh, producers thought we should see the Kim Kardashian lookalike that spent $600,000 to look like Kim Kardashian. You will not believe what this person did to themselves and now is paying 120000 to detransition from looking like Kim Kardashian. She looks just like Kim Kardashian. And she realized now people don't respect me. They just they respect me because I look like Kim Kardashian and I'm lost. Wow. Give me a hundred bucks and I could have told you that. Also, there's one more thing that will be coming out tomorrow, and that is the badge of merit nominees. Tomorrow, I'm going to nominate. I, I'm not nominating. The audience has nominated a few people. We've selected three. Um, a Vietnam veteran who is doing just remarkable things. Um, a Army National Guard um, who's, uh, uh, who died in Afghanistan and whose wife has picked up an extraordinary mantle. And the good neighbor. Uh, I'm going to go through all of these tomorrow, but tomorrow in the newsletter, I'm going to ask you also to vote on who you think it should be. Uh, this is something that we're starting. I, I want to give people the badge of merit that is that comes from George Washington. It's the original Purple Heart. 
um, the Purple Heart in George Washington's time was not given for being wounded. It was given for doing something of merit, something that would find favor in the eyes of God, something that would set us apart because they knew we couldn't win if if we weren't on God's side. And if we were on God's side, if we were doing the things we were supposed to do, according to him, he would then bless us. And I think too many people think that that's nonsense now. Uh, I, I talk to Christians all the time and uh, and they say, what are we going to do? I say, well, you know, we, we really need to square ourselves with God. We need to repent. We need to humble ourselves or he will humble us. Um, and we need to start just being good people and doing the right thing. Look how far into evil we are right now. When Hunter Biden can be seen by the American people doing doing the things that he's doing on videotape, and there isn't a moral outcry from this populace, we're lost. We're lost. There's a story in the newsletter today. Let me see if I can find this. This one didn't make the show, but now I'm talking about it. Uh, Twitter, let's see, Oregon man, couple, trans, uh, okay, I, I, I don't know where it is. Um, but you can find it in today's newsletter. There are liberal churches now that are saying uh, that good is evil and evil is good. They're saying now that God agrees with abortion. And that anyone who is not of that faith is doing the work of the devil. If this isn't, if this isn't exactly what the scriptures say is going to happen in those days, I don't know of a clearer case of good being evil and evil being good. Hunter Biden is on one of the videotapes. He is um, negotiating for hookers, and they're asking him, what kind do you want? And, uh, you know, they're, he's, he's, they're talking about race, and it's, it's sick. It's sick. And he says, the most important thing for me is to have somebody that understands uh, evil and stays away from evil like I do. You're saying that to a pimp? As you're negotiating for your hooker? So I want to do everything I can to encourage people of merit. And you don't have to, you know, I want you to nominate people um, and uh, let me know of somebody. And it doesn't have to be a big deal. They didn't have to start something huge. It, it, it. What really matters are the things that no one sees. What really matters are the single acts of kindness, especially when you don't have to be kind. I'm looking for people that deserve a George Washington badge of merit. I'll give you the first three nominees tomorrow in the newsletter, and then you vote. I'll, I'll introduce you to them uh, on radio tomorrow. Back in a minute. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust. When it comes time for you to buy or sell a new home, sell the one that you already own. Um, 
or, you know, buy a new one at the same time. I mean, you want to make sure that you have somebody that really knows what they're doing, especially right now. You want to make sure that every I is dotted and every T is crossed. You want to make sure that you're getting the best price for your house when you're selling in Texas. The price of housing, what was it I heard, Stu? Was it down 20%? The price is down now, uh, what was it in? Oh, out of 100 houses, hmm. uh, like 80% of them were down. I, I can't remember. But even in Texas, where the real estate is is still gangbusters, uh, it's going down. You need to make sure you have somebody who really knows how to sell your house quickly and then knows how to buy the next house it's real estate agents i trust.com the name says it all real estate agents i trust.com find the right real estate agent for free we'll give you the recommendation find them now at real estate agents i trust.com stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. We've got a couple of things coming up next hour that I don't think you want to miss. Um, did you see the PSA that came out from New York yesterday? The public service announcement. Can we just play the beginning of this, Sarah? So there's been like a nuclear the- attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay, so stop. What do we stop? Stop. Stop. How and why are probably my first questions (laughs) that I really want to. I really want to know. Uh, And not just that the big one has finally dropped on New York. Um, Why are you producing this right now? It's a it's a modern day duck and cover. Uh, Okay. I haven't seen one of those since, mm, I don't know, I was in high school. I haven't seen those since Reagan was president. Why are we worried about nuclear bombs going off in Manhattan? This isn't, this isn't a dirty bomb. This is a large, a, a large uh, bomb that would probably have to be delivered by a missile. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Stu, do you remember when we did, uh, right after 9-11, when we had that nuclear expert come in and just talk to us about dirty bombs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And remember, it's such a small area, and he was like, most people are going to survive. It will be deadly, and it will be awful, but a dirty bomb is not going to encompass a very large area, uh, yada, yada. No, no, no. That, that's not what they're talking here. They're not, they're not, they're not talking about that. The big one is what they're talking about. Yeah, it seems like they're now, talking about a massive vacation. nuclear explosion yeah. in the middle of Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. So I know I've been on vacation for a while. I'm just wondering, is there a story I have missed? Uh, we did lose Atlanta. Did you hear about that? When uh, the, the, <laughs> the entire city was wiped no. off the map, there was that one incident. Wow. That's really only no, lasted. It was I... only in the 24-hour news cycle. It really didn't even last the full day. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of where wow, we are at this uh, point. 
Uh, no, I don't think there was any nuclear bombs that were going off or, or that we heard. Now, of course, as we mentioned earlier on the program, we are seemingly almost in a war with Russia. We're right on the border of it. And like we're leaning over to see yeah. what happens. And maybe we fall over the border. Maybe we don't. But we seem to be very close to a war with Russia. All the things you'd think we might do, like firing uh, missiles uh, at Russian soldiers that are uh, that you know that are from our country, uh, that sort of stuff is going on. We're just not pressing the actual button, I guess. So that's the line. Uh, but other than that, we seem to be relatively close to that. So maybe it is a good time to brush up on what to do in case of a nuke attack. Boy, I'm glad sure that I'm glad that that guy that was using Twitter all the time. I'm glad he's out, right? <laughs> wow, I couldn't handle that. <laughs> Everything is so much better. I just can't imagine what we could do to improve things. <laughs> Back in a minute. program.